Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's 908 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is your common sense evangelist, Will Marotti. And uh, Matt Sorice at the Master Control Panel, making sure the timing and the tempo of the show are accurate. Taking your calls, 8605-229842. What a beautiful day. Are you, are you enjoying the day so far? I, I know we've gotten some rain last night, and uh, but today is supposed to be a beautiful day. I don't know about the rest of the week. I, I try not to plan too far ahead when it comes to weather, um, but um, that's um, let's enjoy the day while we have it, right? Well, here's some maybe some relief for some of you. This is from ctnewsjunkie.com. Republicans begin submitting petitions to force an energy assistance special session. Legislative Republicans submitted nearly 50 signatures to the Secretary of State on Monday as an incremental step toward forcing an election year special session to pass legislation offsetting reductions in federal funding for low-income energy assistance programs. The lawmaker staged a morning press conference and talked about the uh, importance of this and gathering the signatures. You know, and and to the point I heard earlier, you know we've got a we've got a very large surplus right now. Um, I I don't see any reason why a portion of that um, can't can't be somehow returned uh, to the taxpayer, whether it's in in you know credits, tax credits, property credit, tax credits, or or um, the ability to help people with heat. It's going to be a people are saying it's going to be a difficult heating season this year because of prices and those things so i i don't know i agree with bob stefanowski I mean, why why sit on all this money you know um why not send it back to the people you know we our our i think our property taxes as as i recall paying the first half this year i think our property taxes went up eight hundred dollars um i'm sure i'm sure that's probably less than some and, and it's probably more more than others, but I, I just feel like we're, we're taxed so, so much. In fact, I have another story that I'll share a little bit later talking about how much more Americans pay for uh, taxes than, than even just basic things like food. All their other, all their other 
you know, kind of essential things added up, they're still spending more on taxes. And, um, you know, we talk about having a, 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 a large rainy day fund. Well, this, this certainly seems rainy day-ish to me. I don't know. Um, let's take a moment. It's 9-11. Let's take a moment and join our thoughts together, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for a beautiful day of creation that we can enjoy. Thank you for all of the blessings in life. Thank you for our family, our friends. Thank you most of all for your mercy, your grace. We need it. Your patience. We need that. Thank you, God, for all that you do for us. And uh, we're grateful. We're grateful for people who serve. We want to pray for all the men and women in our United States Armed Forces. We pray for protection and safety for them, comfort for their families as they're separated. Pray for our law enforcement officers, our firefighters, EMT folks. Just uh, give them safety and protection today as they protect and defend us and serve. Uh, God, we pray that you would uh, give our leaders wisdom, make good, sound decisions, ones that benefit the people and not just political interest or special interest. We want to pray for school, our children, our students, to keep them safe, protect them, God, particularly from things that they don't need to be hearing at a young age, that parents rightfully and more uh, equipped should handle. <clears throat> Pray for teachers, help them that uh, do their jobs properly, and uh, pray for ourselves just that we'd get wisdom, understanding. Help us to sort through all of the, uh, the maze of differing opinions and look to truth and then follow it as we find it. And we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? Social media may uh, submit your amens through uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Same handle, all four counts, at Will Marotti. Or you may submit uh, email at willmarotti at yahoo.com for email, for uh, amen support. You know, amen is just agreement. You just, uh, um, hey, here they come. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, amen just means I agree. I agree with the prayer. Not agree with everything you say, not agree with everything, but I agree with what you just said. So in this case, it was just a prayer. And uh, and you can uh, you can send your agreement in. Now, here's that article about the taxes, right? So Americans spent more on taxes in 2021 than food, clothing, and health care combined. According to newly released data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Americans in 2021 once again spent more on average on taxes than they did on food, clothing, and health care combined. According to data from Table R1 in the Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Expenditure Survey, American consumer units, um, <laughs> American, I'm just, I shouldn't be reading text while I'm on with you. I, I should pay attention to you and just ignore the text, but I have so much coming in. Spent uh, <laughs> an average of $15,495 food, clothing and health care, while spending an average of 16729 on taxes. I mean, you think about it. We're paying so much more in taxes now than they did in, in revolutionary times, <clears throat> you know, when they had tea parties and stuff. It's, um, it, it's staggering. It really is. And uh, on average in 2021, <clears throat> 
American consumer units spent $8,289 on food, $1,754 on clothing, and $5,400 uh, $5, on health care. So food's the big one. And, of course, now, oh, my gosh, food is, what, 20 30%? Why are eggs so expensive? Can someone explain to me why eggs are more expensive and have had a bigger increase than other food products? I don't, I don't understand that. I notice they are because when I buy them, I say, holy cow, <clears throat> like 30 35% higher than they used to be. But why? Why are eggs... Why are eggs so much higher? Are, is there shortage of chickens? Is there, um, is it costing that much more to ship eggs than it is cocoa puffs? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I'm curious about that. Um, let's see. Now I want to talk about this. I want, I want to. I want to clarify. I want to. I guess not clarify. I, I feel like I do, but. Sometimes I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this yesterday. I think we gave adequate coverage yesterday, um, but um, it's 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 something we, we can be happy about. This is uh, down in Virginia. Getting this from HotAir.com. Uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin, who was elected Virginia Governor of Virginia, largely because he stood for stood up for parents' rights against the education cartels. Uh, ran a, a radical idea that parents, not bureaucracies, have the pri- should be the primary decision makers when it comes to their kids' education. And Virginia parents agreed. Now, Virginia, you know, kind of liberal, uh, Democrat controlled for a while. This was a big upset to have Glenn Youngkin um, win this this governor uh, gubernatorial election. Um, parents are upset. They didn't like what was going on down there. Former Governor Terry McAuliffe argued that parents should leave matters such as moral and intellectual development of the kids to the quote-unquote experts. The very same experts who led the charge for policies that destroyed a year's worth of education process, year's worth, and who were sending sexual predators into girls' bathrooms. Well, I, I might be strong. I, I mean, th- we, we have stories of that where, where girls have been raped in bathrooms because um, quote-unquote transgender students have been allowed in. Um, Youngkin's following up his pledge to bring rationality to the transgender policies in schools. Most importantly, Youngkin forbids schools from hiding their children's Gender transition from parents, that at least that, amen. Parents ought to not only be involved, parents should know about it up front. Of course, you know, you ought to know about it anyway. I don't know how it is. I mean, I, know, I listen, I, I've got two kids. We raised two kids, and one, one, one girl, one boy, and the girl was way harder. Um, and I understand sometimes they, they don't want to talk to parents. They feel more comfortable talking among friends. But I think you've got to do everything you possibly can to keep the lines of communication open. Usually, again, these are stereotypes, but it's my experience. Mothers have a better line of communication with daughters than dads do, usually. And vice versa, boys and boys and dads, but not always. I think parents should know. It, it, it's, it's shocking to me. It's shocking to me that you have a child, teenager, let's say, whatever, and they're going through this 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 confusion and conflict. Am I a boy? Am I a girl? 
and the school does, and you don't know about it that the school's hiding it from you. It's, it's shocking to me as a parent that you wouldn't know that about your kid. Um, you know, I might have been too involved in our kids' lives, but I just, I just feel like as a parent, you you probably should have a handle on that better than the school system. It seems radical, but Youngkin's policies would return care for the moral and physical development of students back to primary caregivers, not some 25-year-old rainbow-colored-haired social justice warrior. I I say amen. I mean, really. We talked about this with with Chris Powell yesterday. Public education in Connecticut is, is almost anything but public because it's very hidden. It's not transparent. Administrators do not like answering questions. They don't like to be even asked the questions. Forget about answering the questions. They they don't even want to be questioned. And I I will tell you, I get the sense of that for years with our son. We went to these things called PPTs. They're planning meetings. And I won't say in all cases because we, we had some wonderful teachers, just the best teachers in the world when our son was in, in school. Um, but the administrators, the administrators, you, you go in, and it's, you know, maybe it's a principal, assistant principal, school psychi- psychologist, uh, the, the, the primary teacher, maybe another teacher, and, and you, perhaps both parents, Ian and I would always go together to those things. And, um, and the teacher wouldn't be, because the teachers are great, but the administrators would talk, uh, almost be condescending. They would talk to you as if, how they, it came across as if, well, we, we know your kid better than you do. And, and it was so bad a few times, a few years, I would, I, would, I would speak up and say, oh, yeah, you know, we do live with them. We, we do know that. You know, they're just, it's just an attitude. It's, it, I can't, how many of you can, can identify with what I'm saying right now? Particularly if you have a child with special needs. You go on a PPTs and they, and they talk down to you like they know more, your, know more about your child. They know your child better than you do. Just, it was so frustrating. Of course, I'd push back. You know, I'm, I'm not one. I'm not a shrinking violet. I would push back any time I had the sense of that happening. And, it was, and I will tell you, it never was the teachers. It was always the administrators or school psychologists. That was frustrating. 860-522-9842. So having said that, I mean, listen, I said this yesterday. I I, I don't want to have to uh, qualify myself every time I say it, but maybe I should uh, sometimes. And and that is, listen, this is a a free society. We love it. People can live however they want to live. I don't think think anybody – wakes up one morning and says, oh, I, I don't think I'm whatever my biological sex is. I want to be something. I don't think it, it's, a, it's a long, I'm sure painful, conflicted process that people go through. I'm not, I'm not undermining that at all. And you know what? And if you're an adult and you're going through that, God bless America, do what you think you need to do, and, and we'll be fine with that. My whole concern here is this should not be in the elementary schools. And we should, certainly shouldn't have centers set up where we're, we're doing transgender counseling with four-year-olds and pushing them away from their biological sex. That It's not honest. It's, it's not honest, and it will damage kids. It will damage teenagers, as we have stories of people that have detransitioned only to find out you know, that they're, 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 
They're psychologically damaged. They're physically damaged. In one case, I read last week a story. She said she was maimed. Um, and on a girl side, this is primarily affecting white teenage girls. The vast majority of the gender confusion that's happening is happening with white teenage girls. And um, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I know parents that go through it. I know grandparents that go through it. I've seen it happen. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking as a parent. I understand that. But I, I and if you're an adult, then that's your choice. Hey, I, I'm I, I, none of my business. None of my business. And I, that's because we live in a free society. But I don't think it should be injected into schools. And I certainly don't think it should be injected into elementary schools. All right, let's take a quick break. A couple commercials. We'll come back. Hey, it's Wednesday, which means it's all caller Wednesday. We have no previously scheduled guests. You are the guest. We want to talk with you. We want to hear from you today. 860-522-9842. Right here on the Wednesday edition of Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, good morning again. Uh, let's go right to the calls. Our first call today brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. Let's go to Lori in Glastonbury. Hey, Lori. Good morning, Pastor Will. I I, um, I sent you an amen, but I also sent you a link. I don't know if you heard about this, but Matt Walsh's um, team investigated Vanderbilt uh, University Medical Center, and uh, someone said the quiet part out loud. They basically admitted that a lot of transgender surgeries make a lot of money for the hospital. Oh, really? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and and the governor of Tennessee is now calling for an investigation into all of this. Why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? You know, hospitals are having a real struggle right now uh, post COVID. A lot of layoffs. A lot of uh, a lot of people are struggling with, um, you know, hospitals are struggling making, kind of making ends meet. I know this because we have a hospital administrator that uh, I know very well. Um, I mean, it wouldn't it be horrible to think that was the motivation? Well, I mean, it would be horrible, but it's not unrealistic, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. I guess, I don't know. I, I try... I, I think like a lot of people, I don't know if you're this way, but I am this way. I think a lot of people, we want to we see the best. We want right. to look for the best. We want to hope for the best. Right. So when you hear something like that, you go, seriously, you're willing to screw up somebody's life because it makes more money than a, you know, hernia surgery or whatever. You know, it just, it, it's just very discouraging. To, hey, listen, I got to let you go for the news. But, Lori, thank, thank you for my, I'm going to look for the article. Thank you so much for calling. All right, we'll take a break for the news. We'll be right back. 860-522-9842. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back. All Caller Wednesday here on the Will Marotti Show, 860-522-9842. Love to hear from you today. Let me give you the first third of the amen list. A lot of, lot of amens coming in today. Uh, Jim T., Will, William M., Michael J., Lori L., Gene R., Tanya F., Chase, Scott D., Scott O., Michelle F., Jeffrey S., Heather B., Jim R., Bill K., Mark M., the other Mark M., Homer, Sal T. from Texas, Donna T., John G., Carol L., Marlene B., Fritz on the road, Tom B., Mike M., and Rudy. Let me also give you an explanation here. Our good friend Melissa, uh, who is in, 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 in the area. Egg prices are up. This She writes to me. Egg prices are up due to several factors. I'm not a poultry farmer or an expert. No, because you're a dairy farmer, so you can't be a poultry farmer. Uh, by any means, but there are a few reasons. Higher fuel prices, moving grain and product. Higher fuel prices combined with drought in the Midwest, limiting corn production. War in Ukraine, where some grain comes from, has caused prices to skyrocket. We see all these effects in our dairy farm as well. Much too expensive to feed our car, much more expensive to feed our cows. An outbreak of avian influenza several months ago reduced national egg, egg uh, laying hen population anywhere from five to ten percent. So all those factors and, and probably more, causing egg prices to be the highest they've been in thirty years. Oh, that's good. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about this today only because I I like talking about it, but I'm going to talk about this first. I'm going to talk about microgrids today. I keep I keep talking about microgrids. I like the concept. I know you know people in the, in the power energy tell me the struggle and the challenges there are, but I think at the end of the day it's it solves America's electricity problem uh, because we're still going to have to use electricity no matter what, right? Um, it, the question is how we're going to produce it. Well, I think it's anyway. It's another another discussion, but the the grid is is aged. The grid is in bad shape, and it's very vulnerable. It's vulnerable to cyber attack. It's vulnerable to terrorist attack. All all microgrids taking taking areas, cities, regions, and letting them be responsible for their own power generation, and also upkeep of the transmission lines, would be uh, so so smart to do. And I want to talk about that later. But right now, this this is from a, I, I use these guys a lot. It's called study find, studyfinds.org. 
and they do a lot of research and they and they publish a lot of research. Data reflects a public health crisis intensifying in the U.S. even before the onset of the pandemic. Depression is on the rise in the United States. I think depression is on the rise partially because of social media. I won't go into that right now, but I believe that there's a there's a correlation there. According to a sobering new research from something from Columbia University in New York. Uh, and Sydney University in New York. Even more troubling, study authors add that even depression has increased. There hasn't been an uptake like this in years. Authors say that in 2020, nearly one in 10 Americans reported having depression over the prior 12 months. Almost one in five adolescents or young adults reported the same. Data used for this project was provided by the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, spanning 2015 to 2020. That survey is a national representative poll of Americans age 12 and older. Major depression is the most common mental disorder seen in the United States and considered a strong risk factor for suicidal behavior. Well, that, I would say that is absolutely true. Uh, increases in depression rates are hardly a new trend. Depression rates in the U.S. population jumped from 6.6 6 in 2005 to 7.3 in 2015. One study updates depression prevalence estimates of the U.S. population through year 2020 and confirms um, the same rates in 2015 and 2019. Reflecting a public health crisis that's been intensifying in the U.S. even before the onset of the pandemic. Regarding 2020, 9% of Americans aged 12 or older experiencing depression as a, uh, a major depressive episode. However, one condition was deemed more common among others. Um, both of age, both age groups ex exhibited depression rates right around 17% mark. That's 18, 25s and 20 and, and 12 year olds to 17s. Um, meanwhile, depression increased the fastest among adolescents, and young adults. Of course it does. Of course it is. We can't, they don't know who they are anymore. We're they're, they're confused. We're adding to the confusion that they, they broken homes, less stability. Of course they're more susceptible to it. Our results show that most adolescents with depression neither told or talked about with a healthcare professor, professional about the depression symptoms, nor received pharmacological treatment from 2015 to 2020 says the study. Well, yeah, it's so heartbreaking. Um, let's go to a call. Let's go to Tim in Broadbrook. Tim, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going, Pastor Will? Uh, I want to get my amen in. I don't know how else to Thank get you. it in because I'm traveling as we speak, okay. but uh, love your show. And, uh, I, you know, I was telling the screener there, it's just transhumanistic ideology. Everybody wants to be God. If, you, if you're God, you can't pray to God. And since God is the healer of all these things, why, why even do that all? And, and you know, so like I, my life is failing. What do I do? That that society tells us you got to fix it yourself. Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Pray to Reality yourself. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray to yourself exactly. And and I I keep telling people and people there. Well, I don't really believe in the same God. I, I uh, this is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Isaac Jacob. And Jacob same yeah. God that's in yeah. the Bible. The, right. Well, the Bible's full of what I about know. all the sinners? I go, that's right. The Bible's full of sinners. We're all sinners. All yes. men sin and therefore yeah. fall short of the glory of God. Right. And since I'm a sinner, a sinner can't fix a sinner. 
Right. Uh, you right. know, I mean, theoretically. So I got to ask God for help. Well, not even theoretically, in, in all practical actuality, the center can't fix the center. Yeah, and, and you know, and then they go, if there's a God, why does all this stuff happen? Well, how else is God going to get our attention? When we're surrounded by all the great things in the world, we've got no time for God. You know, and, and like I spent a great deal of my uh, summer down the Cape, and you know, P-Town and Truro and everything, and I just look at the human suffering, and people are expressing, yeah. we're free, man. We can do whatever we yeah. want, and they're suffering more. And, you know, they're, How's they're that all working on for medication. You? <laughs> what's that? I say, all those people who think they're free and everything's great, and how's that yeah. working for you? If you get them yeah, alone and, and quiet, and it's not so great. They're all on medication. They're all smoking pot. I mean, I've gone through all that stuff, and, and you know, I'm sober now, but I know that that's nothing but heartache and suffering, and I know that God's the answer. And, and you know, I, I don't even say that people have to go to church. It says, do not forsake the assembly of the saints, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you got to have something to believe in, and if, if government is your belief, and that's what it's all come down to, is they want you to believe in this government. Believe in Ned. You know, <laughs> well, you know, and that's why even... so many people that have gone through AA and, I, and I'll never knock AA. AA. AA has saved millions of lives. But so many people that go through AA get kind of like to a point where they go, well, whatever the higher power is, it doesn't matter what you, you choose a higher power. They start thinking, yeah, it could be God, maybe God. Even people are mad. I've seen so many people come to faith through AA what? when they went in with no faith at all. Because they recognize that God is the answer. Said God all over the place because it came from the Oxford group. Right. But then what they did is to soften it, to widen the net, because they knew they couldn't keep it going unless they got more people. They changed it to higher power. Sure. No, and And again, I don't have a problem with that. I I, I think that's fine. I think as long as you realize it's not you, as long as as you're not your higher power, I'm cool with that. Now, I obviously want to point people in the direction of Jesus. But, but this whole um, transhumanistic ideology, people think God is within me. Yeah, God is within me, but sure. I got all this stuff blocking it, you know, right. sin. And a guy was redefining uh, sin for me the other day. He was telling me that sin is just falling short of the mark. I said, no, yeah. sin is a separation from you and God. It's, sure. it's a wall between you and God. And Isaiah, he says he turns his face from us because of sin. You know, the Garden of Eden, what happened? Sin. Yeah. <laughs> you know and what I mean? It's always, it's always surrounded or it's always encompassed by, by deception. That's the problem. Oh, this will be great yeah. for you. It, it really isn't. Yeah. Tim, thank you for You'll your call. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> thank you for your call. Have a great day. 860-522-9842. Um, so this thing with depression is real. I mean, I, I work through it with people. I see it all the time, every day. Um. And and I'm surprised, I'll be honest with you, I'm surprised the numbers are what they are. I would say it's worse than one in 10 adults, and it's worse than one in five teenagers, personally, from, from my experience, anecdotally. I would say it's probably more like, not like 10% of adults, I'd say it's at least 20%, and I would say uh, more than 20% in teenagers. Um, now, the teenagers are, are more susceptible to uh, than adults, obviously. But I would say it's worse than what they're reporting here. All right, let's take a quick break, a couple commercials. We'll come back, uh, take some more calls, 860-522-9842. Have you or someone you you know, someone you care about, have they been going through depression? What's been happening? Are they getting help? Give Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you today. This is Local Radio, The Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Let me give a quick shout-out, second third of the amen list. Uh, JR from Naugatuck, Melissa D., Jacqueline G., Stephen C., Patrick C., Karen S., Doreen Z., Andrea 
L, Simon L, Carol J, Terry G, Mick C, Pat A, Aaron B, Elaine P, Teresa J, Matt D from Indianapolis, Priscilla W, Jolie C, Francesco P, Cheryl K, Kevin S, and Joanne B. I'll give the final third after. Let's go right to the calls. Uh, let's go to Harwinson and Gene. Gene, welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning, Pastor Will. How are you? Good, good. What's up? Well, first, I'd like to offer you my amen. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I was listening to you about the depression and whatnot, and, and, and I had a, a tough time myself. Six years ago, I had a stroke, and, and I was in Hartford Hospital in the, the morning that it happened. <clears throat> you know, and it's very scary, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people who don't want to believe, I can, I'm here to tell you, that morning I prayed to God, to spare my life mm-hmm. because it was very questionable at one point whether I was going to make it or not. Mm. And he did manage to spare my life with minimal damage. I have permanent damage. I'm in a wheelchair now, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm able to get up every morning and with a smile on my face, I go <laughs> about my business. Good. Good for you. You know, I, I play the hand I was dealt. And isn't it good that you do have somebody outside yourself that has more control, more power than you have, that you can ask for help, namely God? Isn't that great? Well, it's it, even that in itself is a little scary. Yeah, yeah, it could be, sure. You know, sure. I mean, Jesus, I said afterwards, I said, wow, that worked. I'll be a son of a gun. <laughs> you know, I, I really, if I ever had any doubts, they were cured then. <laughs> You know, like, you know, I think and, probably a lot of people, think, you, a lot of people have had that response, like "Son of a Gun, it worked." <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I think well, you know, I, I can't say that I was always a complete believer. I always yeah, believed no, I there was something. Sure, but I was way more <laughs> convinced after that. Well, that's good. That's good. I, I'm going to remember that. I may use that in the sermon. You did. That's good. Gene, thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate it. Let's go to the uh, Southern Command for our floor update. Rudy, Rudy, what's up? Hey, good morning, Pastor Will. Um, the bird flu came through in the spring, and uh, the FDA yeah. killed a lot of chickens. Yeah. And yeah, I actually know uh, local people here mm-hmm. that had chickens on their property, and they, mm-hmm. they were only feeding their family and neighbors. Like, they'd sell a couple dozen a week. And they had county health inspectors come by to check their chickens. And if the chickens had any signs of flu, they had to be put down. So, really? And it, it, they were using the same test um, that you were using for COVID. Okay. That, that's flawed. I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, I, I, I don't re- remember at this point. Yeah. That's part of the reason why we have an egg uh, shortage yeah. and why eggs cost more. I mean, I just bought six dozen. I'm not six. A half a dozen organic eggs, and they were two ninety nine. Yeah, I, I I think I think I've paid more than that actually for for a dozen. Um, but here, here's the a deal. lot more. I didn't want to talk about this, but the midterms. Yeah. I'm noticing all these polls. Doctor Oz, Herschel Walker, the yeah. guy in Arizona, Nevada. Yeah. They're all creeping up on Democrats. But you know what? In Connecticut. Stefanowski and Levy are creeping up on the Democrats. And yeah, yeah, I think they're going to tighten. I think they're going to continue to tighten until Election Day. So why is the country swinging right, 
but Connecticut sustain put. It's always been that way. It's the land of steady habits. People, as you know, again, I'm going to tell you that the recession is not as painful in Connecticut for a lot of people as other parts of the country because people have money in Connecticut. And I if you have it. money, you can weather you can weather these recessions and not really let it bother you too much. So, well, your fuel and energy prices are out of whack. Oh, insane! Like, I, I it's going to get worse in the winter. My restaurant is up twenty five percent year to date in sales, so I don't think we're feeling it here. And Publix has actually not jacked their prices up compared to what I hear up there. Like, I could still get a ribeye for $14, $15 a pound. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing 18 to 20 up there. Wow. And their brand name stuff, they've raised like a nickel a dime here and there. Yeah. But um, I, I, gasoline's like just over $3 a gallon. My electricity just went up, but it's um, 0.058 a kilowatt. Mm-hmm. 0.058 a kilowatt. Wow. I was paying like 0.14 yeah. in Connecticut. Well, so, Connecticut's always been higher. I mean, it just, we got, always were in the top two or three for energy prices in Connecticut. It's just always that right. way. Right. So I, I, I just don't understand why people are still supporting these socialists that want to destroy you and tax you. I, I don't know what's going to happen here in Connecticut. I wish I had a brighter feel for it, but I don't. But I will tell you nationally, I think after the election, we're going to see that, yeah, people are starting to smarten up, and Republicans are going to get make great gains in both the House and, I believe, the Senate as well. So we'll see. Awesome. We'll At see. least the House. Yeah. Rudy, thanks a bunch, buddy. Appreciate it. going to let you go. Hey, we're going to take a break for the, uh, for the news, a couple commercials. We'll be back with more of your calls in the final third of the Amen List. Great volume today, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, right here on the Wednesday edition of the All Caller Wednesday Wilmarotti Show right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.